What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Sunday edition of The Squeeze. I am Tyler Conium in the NBA. Playoffs are in full swing. We had a great slate of basketball yesterday. Man, that was a fun time. It was a nice day. Just We had yard work during the day. Had the basketball game on in the background. Then you had the Jays playing at 3 o'clock, coinciding with some of the other games. And that's... It definitely, it smelled like summer here in the greater Toronto area. It was like 27 degrees. Got to set up our patio. We got to do some grilling. And that's that's absolutely my favorite part about this time of year. And it starts bringing up all the nostalgic feelings when the Raptors went on their run and the Leafs are about to embark on their run, which is, <laughs> it's so wild to me. I mean, I, obviously I know as a Leafs fan that they're in a playoff drought, but the last time that they won a first round matchup, I was in high school. I turned 38 years old in two months, and I remember very specifically the day that the, they played their last playoff, second round game against Philadelphia. I went shopping with my buddies that day and bought an Alex McGilney jersey for the rest of their playoff run, and they got eliminated that night by Philadelphia, and they have not seen the second round since. Still have the jersey, but I was 19 years old, 18 or 9, I could, I, maybe, yeah, 18, I think. So it's been a while, and uh, so it's very hopeful. But that that smell is in the air, and we had a hell of a day betting yesterday. I only had three bets yesterday total. Well, four, but one of them was all the futures for the first round, so that doesn't really count. I had three other bets, hit all three. So as I discussed here, we had Philadelphia and Boston, both by minus 2.5. Neither of those games were close, as predicted, but I didn't want to play around with any of the lines. My best Toronto bet of the day was just Blue Jays' money line. That hit. And then we had the Sacramento Kings, and I feel like my analysis was pretty good on that. I said they might not dumb their way into a, a, a win in Game 1, but they're not really going to understand the depth of the Golden State Warriors in Game 1, and they're just going to win this game, and they did. They did not play scared at all. They played an incredible basketball game. Sacramento Kings, you know, it sucks being on the East Coast. I don't get to see a lot of the West Coast teams because the game starts at 10 o'clock at night. We've got a one-year-old. Staying up until 1 o'clock in the morning is just not a thing. Uh, but uh, I really like the Sacramento Kings team, man. They're a good team. I don't know if they can win this series. I, I do think the Warriors probably end up winning out in the end just based on experience and overall talent. But the Kings played great, so we hit that bet. So it was 3-0. It was three units. We were down at one point this week, five and a half, almost six units down. We've pulled back to a cent at 0.08 units, I think I'm down. So we're going to call it even as we head into a Sunday. And I've got something very similar today to what I did yesterday. We're going to start with the Suns and the Bucks. And I've got a minus two and a half parlay. This is the exact same bet that I made yesterday with the Celtics and the Sixers. I don't think the Clippers or the Heat have any chance in this series. And I expect the Suns and the Bucks to win game one. I don't want to play around with massive lines i just don't because it's the playoffs you just never know so we're going to put them both at minus two and a half just like yesterday it's a minus 116 parlay at FanDuel. clippers had a 44 38 record on this season phoenix had 45 and 37 but oh i don't know they added kevin durant at the trade deadline and to finish the season they did so on a um a two-game losing streak but it doesn't matter because Durant's not playing previous to that they'd won seven straight games when they really cared um and they've got Devin Booker they've got Kevin Durant they've got Chris Paul they've got DeAndre Ayton the Clippers come into this they won their final two games but one was against Phoenix again where it was basically the backups they beat Portland they don't have Paul George who said he's probably not going to play until round two 
and they just don't have the firepower. I get that they've got Westbrook. Get that they've got Kawhi Leonard. Trust me, I get that they have Kawhi Leonard. I get that they have Norm Powell, but I just don't think they can overcome that firepower. And Kevin Durant is going to be so motivated, as he always is. He joins a new team. He's going to be motivated for this playoff run. And I think they just have too much. And I think the Phoenix crowd is going to be fired up after their run last year. I think it's going to be electric in there. So I think the Phoenix Suns win this game, but just by a bucket, by three. I'm good with that. And then I think the Milwaukee Bucks, by the way, head-to-head this season, uh, the Clippers won two and the Suns won two. Suns won the first two games and the Clippers won the second two. Um, I think the Bucks probably annihilate the Miami Heat. I wasn't impressed at all with the Miami Heat during the two playing games. I haven't been impressed with them all season. I think Jimmy Butler's regressed a little bit. They were 45 and 39 in the year. Look, the Bucks were 32 and 9 at home this season, and the Miami Heat were 17 and 24. So the Heat obviously lost to Atlanta in the first playing game, beat Chicago. Chicago pooped the bed at the end of that game completely. They didn't score for like four minutes. Chicago was right there. And Atlanta was right there for, for a little while too. Sorry, Atlanta beat them. And then Chicago was right there. So I just don't understand how they're going to go into Milwaukee and do any sort of dominance. The Bucks, you know, they finished the season with a tinkle. It was a G League team that played against the Toronto Raptors that lost. Big deal. On this season, the Bucks won two, the Heat won two. The Bucks won the two most recent February games. One, uh, They won 123-115 and 128-99. They're going to be motivated as ever. You've got Giannis. You've got Pat Connington. They're coming into this really without any injuries. Middleton is probable. Connington is probable. Giannis is obviously going to play. Then on the other side, you've got Lowry, who may not play. He can really finish the rest of the game. Last time out, and you've got Jovich, who is out. So give me the Bucks by a three-pointer as well. Bucks and Suns, minus 116 parlay at FanDuel. Now we're going to go to the flip side with the other two games. Taking the Los Angeles Lakers, plus 9.5, and, and the Minnesota Timberwolves, plus 13.5. I wouldn't be surprised if both of these teams won, these, won this game outright, but we're going to play it safe. It's a minus 119 parlay also at FanDuel. I think the Grizzlies and the Lakers is one of the more evenly matched matchups, especially on the betting lines anyway, because you've got LeBron James and Anthony Davis. You have arguably the two best players in the entire NBA. Memphis has had their problems. They missed John Morant for a time period with, you know, many different issues, obviously. They didn't finish the season all that well. Um, They were around 500 for the last month or so of this season. The Lakers were the best team in the second half. They're coming into this playoff you know, they just beat Minnesota in overtime. Yeah, they didn't have Rudy Gobert, but they beat them. And previous to that, they'd won eight of their last 10 regular season games. They've been playing very, very well at the right time. How many more opportunities is LeBron James going to have to make a run for it, especially with the company of D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Davis? I don't think this is going to be a blow by any means. Lakers won two of the three matchups this season. Most recently, March 7th, it was a 112-103 win. They've also won 122-121. to 121. Even in their loss, it was an eight-point loss to the Grizzlies. That was in February. So I think the Lakers play exceptionally hard. They were 20-21 and 21 on the road this season. They weren't terrible. And it's LeBron James. Until he proves me wrong, I can't bet against him. So I think it's close enough that we've got minus nine and a half and then plus 13 and a half for the Minnesota Timberwolves. I mean, the Timberwolves are playing Denver. They split this season series. The Nuggets won 146-112. Timberwolves won 128-98. Nuggets won 122-118. And the Timberwolves won 124-111. So it's sort of been blowouts on both sides. And I think, again, this is going to be another... Close mat, closer matchup than people think. A lot of people kind of pick Denver. I'm not in love with Denver. Maybe again, it's the West Coast thing. I don't get to see them play enough. Trust me, I love Jamal Murray. Joker's 
you know, perennial MVP candidate. I just don't, they just don't ever seem to be able to put it together. Maybe this is the year, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe they still do put it together. I just need the Timberwolves not to lose by 14 points in a playoff game. That's a big, that's a big margin that you don't see too often. I think the Timberwolves are good enough. I think they showed a lot in the second play-in game to get there against Oklahoma City. I think they played very well. So I'm going to take the Lakers plus nine and a half and the Timberwolves plus 13 and a half. That's a minus one 19 parlay at FanDuel. And our last bet of the day is with my beloved Toronto Blue Jays. They're going to wrap up a series against the Tampa Rays today at 1.37 p.m. We've got a premier pitching match. It's the ace versus the ace. It's Alec Manoa versus Shane McClanahan. The Tampa Bay Rays came into this series 13-0. They have since lost the first two games to Toronto. So the Jays have beat them two times, two times. And now you've got the two aces on the mound. So I'm taking the Jays on the money line in the first five innings. This is plus 115 at BetMGM. If it's a tie, it's a push. I'm fine with that. McClanahan's good. He's 3-0. He's got a 1.59 ERA and a 1.18 whip. Manoa struggled a little bit this first time out, then had a decent second start. Third start was eh. He's 1-0 with a 4.91 ERA, but he's going to get it figured out, right? He's an all-star last year. He's their best pitcher. He's going to be, I think, a little bit calmed down now. Jays have won the first two games of this series. There's no pressure. He seems to perform a lot better when there's no pressure. And the Jays have a lineup that is absolutely built to hit lefties which McClanahan is, and they're playing very, very well. They've got the confidence. They're at home. It's going to be another beautiful day outside at the Rogers Center. I think the renovations have even hyped them up. Taking the Toronto Blue Jays, plus 115 on the first five money line, and it draws a push, and I'm okay with that. So those are your three bets for Sunday. Let's end this week well. I've got the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks, both minus 2.5 for a minus 116 parlay at FanDuel. I've got the Los Angeles Lakers plus 9.5 and and the Minnesota Timberwolves plus 13.5 for a minus 119 parlay at FanDuel. And at BetMGM, I've got the Toronto Blue Jays on the money line, plus 115 in the first five innings. As always, feel free to drop a comment if you're fading or following. Follow me on Twitter at Tyler Connie for more picks and props for its day. I'll be posting my NHL Stanley Cup winners today. Uh, my bets for that, I have five. Um, TikTok and Instagram for just the picks portions. Audio versions available on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Have a great Sunday. Enjoy it. Let's talk sports.